We're back. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Jack of All Trades. I'm your host, Gates Haug, at First Gator on Twitter. I'm joined with Jack Newman here at Jack Viking on Twitter. Feel free to reach out to us there. Oh, it's nice to finally have some spring-like weather here in the Chicagoland area. Uh, hopefully, due to the quarantine being extended, you're able to, to practice physical distancing while you keep intact socially through technology. But um, this time of year, Jack, people like to get out and maybe plant a garden, go hiking. You know, some of these things you're still allowed to do. I know that you you enjoy it and have done it a lot in the past for the last couple of years, going out and doing some mushroom foraging. And we're joining Jack live right now on a mushroom forage. Jack, anything interesting out there? What's interesting is when, when you're out here in the woods and you know, a lot of people I don't want to talk too much about what's going on as far as you know but we all know people are you know they're stuck in their houses and then they're they can go out and exercise and walk the dog or go for you know and the easiest thing to do stay away from people is to get out you know off the beaten path into the woods and for me you know part one of, one of my you know bigger habits in my life and just things that I like to do, hobby, habit, uh, a way to get exercise for me is to forage. And I'm particularly a mushroom hunter. And, uh, you know, I take my dog for walks and I find mushrooms. And, and the, you know, there's a couple ways to look at, you know, foraging as far as value in, in that you, you can, you know, you're, there's positive, you know, health benefits to just getting out and moving around, just walking. All right. So, and then whatever you, whatever your level of trust in things like supplements and vitamins and just health, you know, like for what, what you eat affects how healthy you are. And, you know, there's, you can go down a rabbit hole of, of saying, you know, that's not scientific and there's no proof that eating vegetables, I, I mean, I think it's common sense, you know, that if you eat natural things, there's at least some amount of, of you know, life-affirming benefits. You know, so I don't want to get too far down that road. But the other way to look at it, you know, so that's just like good use of your time. You know, you're out exercising and then you're out collecting healthy things to eat. And that's just a positive, you know, on, on just on your on your time <laughs> in right. theory it's creating it's creating more time right right so but the other way to look at it in, in, a, in a value-based uh equation of some sort of putting a value on, on on something involved in foraging is i compare it to like fishing and that is you go out and you're looking for something you're looking for productive areas so uh, the the one one thing is just the more time you're out looking, the better chance you have of finding something that you're looking for, right? So it's just like you put in the time, and you have a chance of finding something. And then, you know, so then it, then it also comes down to like, you know, like a grid. Like here's this this big area. And I might look at it on like a satellite map. Everyone's got on their iPhone and look over. And then depending what I'm looking for, I might try to find the 
the area on the map that has the most, let's say, trees alongside a river. And, you know, I'll, I'll get more into details on, like, what you're actually looking for. You may be looking for dead trees. So the more, if you find, like, a forest, you're going to find more dead trees. So you can find that on your satellite map. If you want to find trees that are adjacent to water, to a river, to a lake, or, you know, then, then you might be looking for a, a river or lake first on your map. And then you find some woods that are around that. And you so you you kind of eliminate a lot of area that you can randomly cover first on the map. And then you go section that off, like almost in a grid search. And then you can break down. And then as the thing about mushroom foraging is the more you do it, mushrooms tend to come up on the same exact spots year over year, same type of trees, but also the same exact trees. So you can build, you know, kind of your deck or your, you know, your supply of likely spots and that over time. So that's just kind of the value some of the value angles I would look at when I, when I talk about foraging. Right. So, so you get out there and, and you have an idea, obviously it's taken some time, a couple of years to find out your, your go-to spots, something that you're almost guaranteed to pick up something. So you're not wasting your time every time right. you will. So, so you have, you, you have a take home pretty much every time you go out now, including all the you know benefits of walking out and getting out in nature uh, and things like that. Uh, there's also, uh, you're also finding not only just mushrooms you can eat, but there's other stuff out there, right? It's just a mushroom. Well, yeah, like right, uh, right now, there isn't much for mushrooms where I'm at. I'm in the Chicago suburbs area, and we're right on the borderline of the earliest of the spring mushrooms. But what we have now is, uh, well, we have wild onions, and, and they come up like little grasses, and they have little bulbs in them, and they're they're everywhere along these rivers, and they just look like little threads of green grass coming up. But they're a little more, a little thicker than a blade of grass, and a little, and they're kind of spread out. But what Chicago's famous for, and actually what Chicago is actually named for, is uh, wild leeks, which people call ramps, uh, R A M P S. You can look those up. And yeah, the name Chicago is actually derived from. Uh, a word that means it's like Chisago, I believe, and it means green, smelly onion. And so these ramps are these big uh, dagger like uh, they almost look like, a, you know, they get when they get fully grown. They're about six, seven inches long, about two inches wide, just kind of a like a big dagger shaped leaf. And then down below, there's like a white bulb. It's like an onion, and they, they're kind of like a – they taste like an onion that's got like a garlicky taste. So they're just – if you like onions or garlic, you're going to love ramps. You can put the leaves in, in salads, and you can make – you can use the leaves. Or leaves are big enough to roll up like sushi, almost like a seaweed. And you can also – and what they're best for is just cooking for them like you would with any, you know, onion or garlic. If you're going to make sauces or – they're phenomenal with, with eggs or anything you use onions for. Uh, and, and they're better. In my opinion, they're far better than anything you're going to buy at the store. 
Yeah, you throw throw a little butter in there, a little little seasoning, sea salt, a little pepper. Uh, there, there you go. Add add some eggs to it. Like you say, you got a meal. There's tons of recipes, I'm sure, out there online if people want to look those up. But um, there is a little bit of health concern when you're finding something wild and choosing to eat it. Are there places people can go to identify exactly what they're they're you know finding here so they can know if they should eat it or not? Or where do you go? I, I mean, you can always Google search anything, right? I mean, we all know that. But what I would point people to is uh, Facebook groups. And, you know, we have a phenomenal group, uh, Northern Illinois Wild Edibles. And it's a private group, but if you ask to get into it, uh, everyone seems to get accepted. And that's a guy by the name of Nate Hills who runs it. He, he's like an unbelievable source of information. But moreover, I would say wherever you live – there's probably a Facebook group, you know, fairly close. And there's a, and that's just for all different edibles. There's a mushroom identification group on uh, Facebook. That's, that's really, you know, probably the best source of knowledge period. Like when people come to emergency rooms that have eaten mushrooms and they don't know what they ate and they don't like they, the, the doctors in these emergency rooms will contact these people that are on this Facebook group because there's actually a like a poison control one, you know, that's like an emergency poisoning uh, for plants and mushrooms. And you can find those on Facebook. I personally don't love Facebook, but um, but for this, these these group purposes, they are really. You know, it's it's to the point and it's, it's, you know, it doesn't need to be, you know, political or argumentative, combative. You can get in, you can get out with your just your ID. You learn the rules, you read the rules to joining the group and you follow the rules. And it's just an unbelievable wealth of information. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, it's something that some people might be interested in. They might be going out hiking already. It's like, why not pick up and pick up some food for the family? You know, while you're out there, little kill two birds with one stone type of mentality. And, uh, yeah, do your research, get on Facebook, join some of these groups, Google it, if you, whatever you need to do. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening, and be sure to tune in next time on Jack of All Trades. <laughs>